Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium in training. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we go on our paranormal investigations, ghost hunting trips, and crossing over earthbound spirits along the way. This is Ghosties. I just looked at the thing and it says we're at 1,800 listens. Mm-hmm. You like us. You really like I us. Know. <laughs> Old House Woods is almost at 100. I know. <gasps> I love it. No pictures, please. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> no autographs. No autographs. No pictures, no pictures please. please. We're too important. We no, really are. <laughs> no. Exciting! I love it. I know. And then our Facebook following keeps growing, even though we're like the least active. Well, we're not really active anymore, I guess. Sort of. Kind of. We sort of are. We just do a little bit more. Yeah. We're just busy. It's been so busy. We've got things. Tons. Yeah. Tons of things. We're doing all the things. I know. I found our chakra bracelet that we made. I found some too (laughs) at the beginning of the week. (laughs) I had a whole I bunch of them. Work. Yeah, I made like a ton of them. You made some here because I was too pregnant to do anything. I mean, I could have done it, but my hands. Remember I how remember. bad my hands were? They would go numb. I remember. And I was like, oh, we're going to make bracelets. And I was like, I can't even feel my fingers. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. It was crazy. I still can't believe. Like, I feel like your pregnancy like flew by. Yeah. You know those people. Well, for me, it did. <laughs> you know those people that, like, you find out that they're pregnant, you hear from them that they are, and it feels like their pregnancy, like, drags by for you. Like, you feel like it's been, like, five years and they've been yeah. pregnant the whole time. And then other people, it feels like a blip. Yeah. And that's how it felt for me, for and you. And we saw each other all the time, too. So it's not like we only saw each other once and then all of a sudden I had a baby. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like that whole time period just went by so fast. Listen. Felt like one day you were telling me you were pregnant, and then the next day you were like, I'm having a backache, and I feel like I'm in labor. (laughs) (laughs) I have to poop (laughs) all morning. Um, Yeah, you know what? Now that I look back at it, it seems like, oh my God, I can't believe all that has happened. But during it? Yeah. (sighs) Yes. Girl. Man. As Logan sits on your lap. Yes. Such a cutie. We've had a day, too. The yeah. universe tried to keep us apart, but they can't keep our love from thriving. I know. <laughs> I don't I don't know if anybody else out there has been experiencing this. Um, but Missy and I find that a lot of similar life themes and life lessons will kind of hit us at once a lot mm-hmm. of times. Um, and one thing that we've both been experiencing is big delays oh, in everything. our daily life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just either big delays or little teeny things that delay us and keep us. Um, and my guides have been chattering about it and we're supposed to just go with the flow. So I'm taking it as they're keeping us safe from something right. out there. <laughs> but then, if, you know, and it wouldn't have been a problem if like I was coming, excuse me, I have to yawn. Oh my God. <gasps> oh, sorry about me. Um, if, it, if I were just coming home to like do nothing, that would have been fine. But I was coming home to meet you. I had to get Logan from daycare. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Like, there's all these things. So I'm just like stressed out about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm still like all strung out right now. That's how I felt <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Guys, I started um, doing Instacart just to make yeah. a little bit of extra money. And uh, I started yesterday um, for the first time doing batches. And I was such a nervous wreck. 
when we got done yesterday, all I wanted to do was just sit in silence. And all I had done was shop for three <laughs> three orders. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. The yeah. app kept crashing for her yesterday, for me today. I do Instacart also. And um, it was just a thing. And yeah. I'm like, this should not take this long. Yeah. And I even went over the allotted time today because the app was being so slow. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Yeah. Well, I thought with my new phone, like, things are better, you know, because I had, with my old phone, right. my shipped orders were, like, when I went to Target to do those, they would, like, freeze, and I'd have to restart it, and I'm like, what is the universe trying to tell me? <laughs> I think it was just my cracked phone, and now I'm like, hmm. I know. I, I know. Like, I hit every, I told Missy this um, just a minute ago, but I hit every light for the last couple of days trying to get to my destination. Yeah. I have hit I've gotten behind the slowest drivers. Ugh. I have, it, like, my apps were crashing yesterday. At one point, every time I was trying to message one of my customers, the app would just completely close and yeah. exit out, and I'd have to go back in. It was just a lot. So yeah. I just kept reminding myself, obviously, I'm not supposed to be where they want me to be at this particular time. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but here we are. I know. What are we talking about today? What's this the episode about? Suicide Force, but what's the actual name? Uh, <laughs> it is Aoki Gara. Aoki Gara. Aoki Gara, which translates to Sea of Trees. Oh. Yes. There is, I didn't know there was a movie about it. Yes. Uh, do you know who's in it? Who? Which one? The Forest. Uh, I don't know that I've seen The Forest. Taylor Kenny. Who's that? He is Kelly Severide from Chicago Fire. I don't know who this is. Well, you need to. Is he a thirst trap? He's a delight. (laughs) He's a delight. He used to date Lady Gaga, which kind of, mm, you know, kind of put him down a notch for me. Really? You like Lady Gaga? I like Gaga in A Star is Born. Okay. I don't like the Euro trash Gaga. Okay. I gotcha. I don't like the outfits and the weirdness. It just weirds me out. Mm -hmm. Taylor Kenny is a sight. Ooh, I'm going to have to look this up. I'll look them up right now while we're sitting here. Did you ever see the Lady Gaga documentary that was out on Netflix? No. I miss a lot on Netflix. I I would love to do a lot of things. I've also been talking about how I want to watch Walking Dead so that I'm prepared for the zombie apocalypse. But there's like 85 seasons and I'll never watch it in time. Oh, girl. It's a good one. you got to watch it. Especially with spooky season, like right on our heels. I always say, I'm like, Mike, maybe we should try this. But we haven't even finished, like, simple seasons of other things. So, because of these children. We, if y'all are looking for a good show, we just started this um, a few days ago. It's called The Last Man on Hulu. Right. It is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Okay. So, if you're interested, check it out. Y'all check it out. (laughs) The Last Man on Hulu. Uh. All right, let's try this again. All right, so we just recorded a whole segment, and um, it stopped and then deleted, and that's true story. So we're going to try this again, and if it doesn't work this time, then yeah, you might have to record part at home, and I'll, I don't have much, so I'll just have a little story. All right, so I've got some brief history about the Agorigara Forest. I can't believe we have to go through this I know. again. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, should we maybe say a little silent prayer to Austin? Ask Austin if he's not here already to kind of bounce the area spirit-wise. Um, all right. So, a Gorigara uh, is a forest that lies on the northwestern flank of Mount Fuji on the island of Honshu in Japan. 
The forest sits on a thriving 30 square kilometers or 12 square miles of hardened lava, which was laid down by Mount Fuji's last major eruption in 864 CE, the Common Era. Oh, what's that you say? The Common Era? Yes. I've never heard of that before. Neither had I until, until you I said it last it. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the forest started becoming a hotspot for suicides for Japan. There's even a sign in the front of the forest entrance that says, Turn back. Do not end your life. Do not commit suicide here. Think of your family. Yeah, they put up a bunch of signs to try to deter people from mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, according to the Japanese locals, the governments actually send a cleanup crew in once a year Ugh. in order to remove any dead bodies of the deceased. Can you um, imagine being one of those people? Like, no. oh, we got to go in here and see if we find any bodies and how long have they been here and how I decayed know. are they? I know. Makes me so sad. At? Logan's tracking something. I'm getting ready to burp, so there's definitely a spirit in here. Um, People often find clothing or body parts while traversing through its so-called sea of trees, uh, which is what a gorigar actually translates to. Yeah? He, y'all should see Logan right now. He is tracing somebody around this room. Are you talking? <laughs> Um, so people often find clothing or body parts while traversing the so-called sea of trees. And that's what a Gorigara actually translates to is sea of trees. Um, so let's see. Lost my, my place here. So this is located at the base of Mount Fuji. A Gorigara also plays a role in Japanese mythology. It's considered to be one of the most haunted places in all of Japan, with believers reporting a very high number of yurei or yurai, which are spirits or ghosts who suffered a violent and unnatural death, as well as demons. I'm and so even scared right now. He's looking around he at somebody. Just staring over here. Hee <laughs> hee. He's looking back at oh, he just raised his eyebrows at whoever it is. Ooh. He did his little Um, so then some weird things that a lot of people that have been into the forest relayed was, um, first off, they said that the forest is completely devoid of sound. There's no sound of birds, animals, you know, like little breaks and twigs and yeah, you know, like there's no sound at all. One person said, I cannot emphasize enough the absence of sound. My own breath sounded like a roar in the forest. They also say that the forest is super thick. So because it's so dense, uh, many people who venture into the forest will use rope or tape to attach to themselves and then attach to their car in the parking lot or at the entrance, basically, so they can find their way out. Yeah, and then there's like reports of when they go back to trace themselves back out, the rope will be clipped. Yes. Yeah, and they they blame it on the demons. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, when this recording cut off the first time, um, I felt like I had gotten a download from my spirit guides, but they had showed me how for some people, a Gorigara is almost like being able to confront your shadow self. Ah. Um, like you go in there and because it's so devoid of sound and you're so isolated, you really only have yourself. And if people start getting lost in there, you can absolutely have some sort of shadow self experience. Right. So I just saw somebody walk oh, by in your kitchen. No. <laughs> yeah. Somebody just walked right no. out of that back laundry room and into your living room. Listen, <laughs> I'm not okay. Yeah. That's probably you who's watching. I'm not okay. <laughs> who is it? I don't know. I couldn't see who it was. They no. held on a black robe. No. 
know. Whoever it was, I heard them say, what's wrong with black? <laughs> Maybe if it was people, I'd feel better about things. Oh, Logan thinks it's funny. I don't, because I have to be in this house when you leave. We can always smudge in here before I leave. They just went back into your laundry room. Listen, what are they doing? Laundry? I don't know. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what if the laundry thing was like, beep, I'd be like, what? <laughs> Sorry. Um, let's see. So, let's see. I've got really actually one story about Agorigara. Um, we were both pretty surprised to find that there's not a ton of stories from people. Well, people are actually have gone on um, online and they're like, hey, who has stories about this? And People are like, there's nothing. Like, it's just dead mm. people. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. and it is, but it's just surprising there wouldn't be more. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you know. Um, With as many movies about the place, yeah. yes, as there is, you would think that there would probably be more. Or maybe the people that had them are no longer living to tell the tale. Oh, could be. Could be. All right, this was one that I found on the deepest corners of Reddit. <laughs> This was like from eight years ago. Oh. So take it for what you will. Um, but this guy's name was Tim. He said, recently I took a business trip to Japan. And being an avid hiker, I decided to go visit Mount Fuji and the Agorigara Forest. When I arrived at Agorigara, I was surprised to see that my rental car and only one other car sat in the parking lot. Mm. Nope. They usually take tours through the forest. So it was surprising to me to see no one in the area. I entered the forest with my hiking gear with no issue. And he said, usually people make this huge deal about getting lost in there. He said, it is literally a straight stretch all yeah. the way back through the forest to get up to Mount Fuji. That's what people are saying. Like, if you walk straight, you're going to find yes. a road or something. Yes. And that's the other thing he said. He was like, even if you somehow missed uh, Mount Fuji, you're going to run into a road if you just stay straight right. in the forest. Um. So... He said, oh, scared me. He said, um, so he had entered the forest with his hiking gear with no issue. He said, about an hour into my walk, I had stopped to check and see if I could get an accurate read on my compass, which, by the way, guys, a lot of people say that because of the high iron levels within the soil, because of Mount Fuji erupting all those years ago, it's so high that it'll throw the compass levels and oh, measurements off. They're super, never accurate in there. Super, even better. Mm-hmm. So he said he got out of his compass, and as he was trying to check the compass, he heard a female voice say hello in the distance from behind him. Thank you. He said, at first I thought there must be another hiker in the area, or maybe perhaps a tour actually came through and someone was calling out. So he said, I just proceeded on my path um, until I heard another female voice call out hello in the distance. But this time, her voice sounded closer to me in proximity. She's kind of ringing in my left ear. Um, he said, I was starting to get spooked, but I forged on. Minutes later, I felt that feeling that you get when someone walks into your personal space. That feeling where someone just walks into your auric space. You know, like invades your personal space almost. He said, I had this overwhelming feeling that someone had walked up behind me and was towering above me. No. Yeah. Um, which, if you think about it. Notoriously, the Japanese are not tall people. No. So it makes you wonder, like, who the heck walked up behind this dude? Um, so he said, that feeling, that feeling of having your space invaded. He said, I whipped my head around to find no one there, at least no one that I could see. As I turned around to continue to walk, I heard the female voice call my name again. 
Tim. No, Hello. No. no. Mm-hmm. I just got goosebumps and now I feel like I want to throw up. It, it's, it said now the voice was changing. Uh, now the voice had changed directions and was coming from the direction of Mount Fuji, which was ahead of me when previously the voice had been behind him. I don't so, know why I know him out there. Uh-uh. So in a matter of seconds, the voice had changed direction. No. Oh, oh my God. goodness, that scared me to death. <laughs> For God's sakes. We have tried to record this this particular segment like five times now. And every time it either cuts out or when it finalizes the recording, it is only like 13 seconds. When it's like a five minute long segment. Over it. Yeah. All right, y'all. I'm going to try and get this story out. <laughs> All right. So, Tim said that, uh, again... He got ready to turn around and continue on his hike when he heard the female voice say again, Tim, hello. Nope. Now the voice was coming from the direction of Mount Fuji, which was ahead of me. Somehow the voice had changed directions in a matter of seconds. I was now walking towards the voice. The hair on the back of my neck stood straight up. The forest was completely silent, void of any noises, which was only compounding my fear. Now, I'm an experienced climber and hiker. I've seen and heard some seriously weird things in the woods over the years, and never have I felt fear enough that made me leave the the forest I was in. But this voice calling my name and somehow suddenly being in front of me when it was previously behind me Mm. spooked me enough to leave the forest. Once I got out to the mouth of the Gorigara, I thought for sure I was going to see a Greyhound tour bus parked in the parking lot with lots of tourists laughing and talking. When I reached the entrance, there were no tour buses in the parking lot. I passed no one exiting the forest, just the same vacant car remaining in the parking lot uh, that I saw when I entered. Mm. I know. Nope. I know. And you have a little story too, right? Let's see if I can share it. I know. (laughs) So there was a reporter from the Japan Times that went into the woods to kind of check things out. Um, And while he was there... He all of a sudden heard like this terrifying scream. So of course he goes to investigate and see what see what it is. Well, he did not find find a person living. He found a corpse at the bottom of a tree Ugh. that had been there for quite some time. Ugh. So it absolutely could not have been that person. But that's what he did find. So he thinks it was the urei or the uri, whatever. Right. It was that made the sound to kind of lure him. It's very wow. that whole forest elemental thing where they scream and call your name and stuff this is just written all over it you know what that reminds me of too uh when you were talking about the scream banshees yeah they there's lore throughout what is it ireland and scotland of banshees that when someone dies banshees will scream um so it's interesting makes you kind of wonder even sylvia brown talked about that Okay. Are we going to make it through? I hope so. (laughs) All right, guys. So I, uh, as usual, I asked my guides about Agorigara to see what they would tell me. First, they said that there's a cultural tie to suicide within Japan's culture. Um, They had what was known as ritual suicide, or it's called seppuku, or seppuku. Yeah, seppuku, um, which was ritual suicide by disembowelment. Originally, it was reserved just for the samurai um, in their code of honor, uh, but it was also practiced by the Japanese in order to restore honor for themselves and their families oh. in particular situations. Yes. All right. Still makes my heart sad. I know. Um, 
but I asked them why this forest seems to draw people to it um, and why it seems to be a hot spot for these suicides. And they said, first, the land is sacred and holy in some way. They showed me like Japanese ancestors and things like that. that um, but they also said with it being close to a volcano, volcanoes in general are energetic outposts for Mother Earth. Okay. Um, they said that when volcanoes erupt, that is Mother Earth trying to recalibrate herself, basically. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. So when it erupts, it's a release of energy no. that's recalibrating it. So many people take it as a negative thing here when it erupts. It's really yeah. actually kind of good. Well, because it's like devastating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's not to Mother Earth, according to what they said. Um, They also said that uh, the forest is literally sitting on top of all this hardened lava. And they said, yeah, (laughs) they said um, the way that uh, they made me feel there were so many different chemical compounds in the air as well as in the soil because of that eruption and the previous eruptions before that, that people who were severely depressed you know, usually are kind of in a dissociative state anyway. Right. Um, But they made me feel like those chemicals in the air only further put them in a dissociative state, Mm. drawing them into the forest, making them feel like they have to commit suicide. It's funny because we talk about, um, in my juvenile delinquency class, Yeah. (laughs) I can actually bring some knowledge that chemicals like that do like um, mess with, all kinds of you know brain activity mm-hmm. you're more likely to do bad things yeah you know mm-hmm. there's a lot of like metals iron mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff in in your environment yeah does that make sense yeah it, it was kind of like oh that kind of makes mm-hmm. sense when they told me um let's see and again they brought up that uh all of that iron within the soil that throws the compasses off, it's the same with our brain waves. They're like, yeah. everything with us is energy. Yeah. Our aura is an electromagnetic field, you know, and it's all influenced by our external. But overall, they didn't make me feel like there's some super, uh, like, paranormal element to Gorigar, okay. as opposed to other places. They're like, it's just a place where people decide to end their lives. But it, they didn't make me feel like there was a paranormal contributing factor to that okay it just felt more like natural occurring chemicals from mount fuji yeah so which was surprising i kind of wanted it to be supernatural but right we always are like oh tell me me bigfoot's there (laughs) so yeah so that's what i got well that was it's okay I'm trying out. Sorry, I'm trying out a pacifier with Logan. <laughs> I finally found one. I think look, that's the longest he's ever taken a pacifier. So good job, winning. Bud. Yeah, shove that in his mouth tonight when he's waking me up every hour and a half. Yes, seriously. Yeah. Well, y'all, this was our episode, and it's been hard to get through. <laughs> it might be short, but listen, we're lucky we got it this far. Good night. <laughs> At this point. This was reminiscent of uh, Skinwalker Ranch. I feel like and Lanier, right? Lanier? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same. So on that note, <laughs> find us Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere. Yes, definitely email us your stories. Yep, we're gonna do a go share soon. I feel like. Yeah. It always comes so fast. It does. Yep. Email us at the ghosties podcast oh. at gmail.com. Yes. Bye, Bye. y'all.